This is the 77 WABC minicast. I understand we yep. have the senator on. Rita, bring the senator back. Exactly. We have now Senator Rand Paul, of course, of the great state of Kentucky, also a doctor as well. And Senator Paul, we are so thrilled to have you here on Cats and Cosby. You know, we, we've been talking about crime and just the impact of what's happening in this country. Uh, cities can't sustain it, not just New York, but cities across the country. Between that and the migrants, uh, we are getting squeezed in every direction. Well, you know, the images aren't really enticing me to come to New York or San Francisco or any of these Democrat-run cities anytime soon. Well, what a mess we have. And I understand you're going to talk to us about uh, one of your best friends, Dan Fauci. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, the thing is, with, uh, and, and, Fauci, we keep, we keep wondering when the day is going to come that he'll be indicted. But, you know, that would take a Department of Justice uh, that was actually objective and cared about the law. And I think what we've seen so far from Merrick Garland is that I think he cares more about protecting his partisans than he does about any kind of commitment to the law. You know, um, Senator Rand Paul, speaking of Dr. Anthony Fauci, um, you probably saw this, that he secretly went to the CIA headquarters to influence the probe, the COVID-19 probe. Where where do you think things stand in terms of the investigation into COVID? And, and this president sure has been soft on China. I think there's a lot that's still unknown. I am completely convinced that the virus came from the lab, both for scientific reasons, but also for a great deal of circumstantial evidence and the fact that the Chinese have been dishonest with us. With regard to the CIA, the story is that the CIA looked at the evidence and concluded six to one that they thought it came from the lab. And then somehow, mysteriously, their vote changed. Now, there are some that say that Fauci was meeting with the CIA at this time. That's possible. There's some say that he influenced this decision, but I'd say the reverse is also possible. It's possible that Fauci was going to the CIA and someone at the CIA is influencing Fauci. The reason why I say this is in early 2020, when there's a meeting of all these different virologists and they all are saying, my goodness, the virus looks manipulated and we're also suspicious because we know they're doing gain-of-function research in Wuhan, it sounds like Fauci is actually truly interested Within about a day or so, all of a sudden everything reverses, and they put out a paper saying you're a crackpot and you're a conspiracy theorist if you believe this, while they're privately admitting that they think this is what happened. My question really is this, and I don't answer yet, but I'm going to find out. Did Fauci influence the CIA, or was there someone at the CIA that actually influenced Fauci? I do believe he went there. We're trying to get his records of the trips to the CIA. But as you know, the CIA is not real forthcoming. And so this has been a slog all the way through because Democrats have opposed any investigation of this. But this is a big deal. And it's interesting how these so-called scientists also seem to be intertwined so closely with the intelligence community. Well, you know, my, my three questions on Fauci was, and I'm, I'm the, the famous guy that interviewed him on January 25th. And I know uh, uh, all the news networks were playing that interview. Yeah, that made a lot of headlines. Yes. And... Uh, it comes down to a uh he was in cahoots uh with the chinese b that he trusted the chinese friends so much that he be- actually believed them or or c uh he was making a profit i mean i don't know what the tr- the truth is i don't know what the truth is john it sounds like the senator's throwing a d in there that might be the cia asked him not to finger the chinese well, is we, that what you're we, saying senator 
There's a great deal of evidence that the CIA um, is more concerned with our cooperation with China than they are with the truth. So we know that an inspector general looked at this at the CIA and came to the conclusion that there were analysts over there suppressing information that would indicate that this came from the lab. The reason they were suppressing this was because they perceived Donald Trump to be um, supporting the theory that it came from China. They perceived him as being an opponent of China, and they felt like that this was wrong, so they were going to suppress information. But this is going on throughout all of government. When people talk about the deep state, there truly is a deep state. There are people who are um, bringing forth their beliefs. Now, as far as money, I don't know that Fauci's getting paid enough by the taxpayer and he's getting all this money on the side, but I don't think it's directly money. I think it's the grand business of science and the fact that millions and billions of dollars are changing hands and they see the cooperation with China as a way to sort of outsource some of the dangerous research. But there's also money going from China to American researchers, from America to Chinese researchers. And so they're so intertwined, but they consider the business of science to be more successful the more that's going on between the countries. So they, even when they believed it to be true that it came from the lab, they thought it would be bad politics. So they were willing to suppress the truth to keep uh, better relations with China. Senator, I'm, I'm going to give you the truth guilt trip. China stopped sending the, the, all the, their airplanes to the rest of China uh, immediately. Kept them going to the United States, to New York and Italy for three additional weeks. Why? I mean, they knew it because why would they stop sending it to the rest of China? Well, we also know that the virus in all likelihood was beginning early in the fall of 2019. We know that the three people that were first reported to be sick worked in Dr. Xi's lab at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. We actually have had their names reported in the media now, and we know that they got sick. Whether they knew it was going to be the pandemic, they all worked in a lab with, with live viruses. And so they knew something was going on very early. They knew the sequence of the virus a couple of weeks before we knew it. They had a vaccine in February 2020, and nobody thinks you can develop a vaccine, even an mRNA one, that quickly. So there's a lot of evidence that the Chinese have been dishonest with us. Whether or not it was – I still tend to think it was more accidental than purposeful. My main reason for that is if you really wanted a purposeful pandemic to start, you'd get 10 people infected. You'd put them all on a plane to New York, and you'd try well, to get those, New York. Those airplanes did come to Wuhan a couple months before. Senator, they did come to New York. I live here, and they had they had stopped them for three full weeks going to the rest of China. Uh, Judge Weinberg, yeah, but there still was a huge yes. pandemic in China. My point is that if you were going to do this, in all likelihood, you would probably do it uh, such that there wasn't such a pandemic in um, you know in China as well. Senator, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg, sir. What about the World Health Organization? What was their role, if any, in this whole situation? You know, I think the World Health Organization has been big proponents of -of gain-of-function research. For years, uh, both the World Health Organization and USAID through our government have taken this, um, this challenge from Bill Gates to identify all the viruses in the world. The problem is, is they not only identify viruses, they take viruses from remote uh, areas underground, several hundred feet underground in remote areas. They take these viruses, cultivate them, but bring them back to metropolitan areas. 
So they may take a virus that's very, very dangerous, but never encountering mankind, take it to a metropolitan area, and then it leaks from a lab. But it's even worse than that. The WHO and USAID and Bill Gates think that when you take the virus back to the metropolitan area, that we should then manipulate the virus by seeing if we can change it somehow genetically to make it more infectious to humans. And they say this will predict its behavior. There's no evidence that it predicts behavior, but there is evidence they create dangerous viruses that don't exist in nature. But this has all been part of the WHO. All It's been this mainstream position of Fauci and others that the knowledge gained is worth the risk. In fact, Fauci's quoted in 2012 as saying this explicitly, that the risk of a pandemic is worth the knowledge that we gain. And I would beg to differ, and the million Americans who died from this, I think their families would be quite upset to know that Tony Fauci said, even if we get a pandemic, it's worth the knowledge. Oh, my God. Wow. Now, Senator, uh, uh, we got a minute left. Tell us, you got a new book out. Give us the name of your book. It's called Deception, the Great COVID Cover-Up. It goes into the extensive cover-up that happened in our government, beginning with the Chinese government, but then in our government as well throughout uh, several different departments of government, through dozens and dozens of different research proposals. And ultimately, we're going to bring to light the entire cover-up and particularly Tony Fauci's uh, lead role in that. And it's available now uh, at Barnes & Noble and at Amazon? Yes, you can order it now. It'll be uh, released on October 10th, and uh, we're looking forward to it, and uh, it's going to be, I think, an exciting time. you got to come back on also when the book comes out, too. We'd and love we, to have you back. We look forward to talking about the book more. That'll be great. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you so much.